Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And welcome to our 2019 San Diego Comic-Con coverage Starting a very rare two days late. It's Friday morning and we are just got my pass. I trained down last night. I slept on Blondie's floor. Slept on my floor, used my hair pomade. Should have been camping out for a giant panel, but I was camping out. I was in line for you to get out of bed so I could use your bed. <laughs> I went to work at 5am and I went into the bathroom to get ready and still shot up like a bat out of hell and jumped in that bed so fast. It was a pre-approved bed use. It was. I'll give you that. So we're here with Blondie and uh, Blondie's here making celebrities look pretty um, just through positive affirmations. Is that what you do that's before pretty, they go That's out? a pretty accurate description of what I do for a living. You look great celebrity and it's all my fault. You look fabulous. Without me, you're nothing celebrity. <laughs> you need to take me on world tour, celebrity. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, this is a real weird Comic Con because it's, it's very light in Star Wars at a time when there's the most Star Wars ever. So I have feelings of frustration and slight disappointment. But uh, today is a big Star Wars day for the minor panels, which is an oxymoron in itself, and we've got the collectibles panel, publishing panel, Hasbro panel, so we'll be hanging out there, and we're just going down the elevator, or the escalator, and we're now on the concourse, and this is one of the bits I save every year, Bondi. That first Willy Wonka chocolate factory opens up and you see all the displays. We're about to walk. I can see an Autobots logo. I can see Sesame Street. I can see a security guard who's eyeing my pass. We're through. I see Star Wars. <sighs> We're in. We're in. Where do we go? Star Wars. We follow the giant Star Wars sign over to Lucasfilm. We'll be back in uh, a sec. Oh, oh my God. I don't know how I didn't see any photos of this on the internet, but they have got Ignite the Green, the pit of Carcoon set up with the sail barge, two skiffs, Luke has ignited the green. Oh, sick. Oh, my God. Like, how do I get... How do I get that? That is awesome. Sales barge. It's loaded with people. I need a story, this. And then you can go inside. Around, I think around the corner, it's going to be more internal. 
So then around on the other side. So the the skiff thing is three and three quarter, and then on the other side in the palace, it's Black Series six inch scale, Jabba the Hutt's throne room, and the, back there. the world's biggest rancor. All right, guys, it's almost 12 o'clock. Dom's here. We've got Dom from the Star Wars Underworld. Hi. And we're in, um, where are we? We're in the collectibles yeah, panel, the collectibles. not Hasbro. No, this is like high-end collectibles, all the stuff that I like to look at but never spend any money on because I can't afford it. How high-end are we talking? I've, I, I don't know. <laughs> have, you seen that, have you seen that Padme doll that's like $4,000? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that at the at the Lucasfilm booth. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 nice, but it's four thousand dollars. I don't I don't know if I can justify four thousand dollars. Oh no, I know you can't. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> we saw a um, the baby Ewok is in that prop store thing for like twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars for a baby Ewok. Baby Ewok. Do you know that song? The, the shark song, yeah, 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 yeah. I never heard it before nine months ago, and now it's like <laughs> the best thing I've no, ever heard. No, you hear it constantly, right? Yeah, but he doesn't choose to like. He yeah. doesn't have a point of view. No, no, it's all me. <laughs> it's a banging beat. <laughs> it's not a bad song. Yeah, I, I, I imagine it would get a little old, but it's not a bad song. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Still going. All right. All right. Good stuff. Okay. Well, we've got author Adam Bray behind us. How you doing, Adam? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm good. I have to. I complimented you already, but you've got this uh, wild, the the Ewok head. T- you got a Wicket T-shirt on, and it, Wicket's head is like two times scale on your um on your top. It's very impressive. What's um? Are you doing signings? What's going on? What's going on? What are you peddling? I am. I'm doing signings uh, every day at the D DK booth, and uh, this time uh, it's actually all Marvel, Marvel stuff. Traitor! <laughs> well, uh, not by choice. I've I, I've got. Uh, I do have a Star Wars book coming, Ultimate Star Wars. That'll come out in October. Oh, the updated. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I actually did more work on this than the original. All right, panel starting. Stand by for comments. All right. All right, guys, it is 10 to 1, and we just watched the Star Wars collectibles panel. All the collectibles, except yeah. for Hasbro. I, I, I have a question for you, Steele. Are you more of a lightsaber person or a blaster person? <laughs> I am a headbutting the wall person. They Before they got anyone to talk about their collectibles... They had to ask if they're a lightsaber or... I, I don't know, like, a general gripe of mine that I try to inflict onto Dom... Yeah. ...is the small talk just does me in. Sure. <laughs> my overall thing of seeing all this stuff is... These licensees are going to be so excited once they realize there's a new TV show and movie coming out in the next six months. Yeah, it's it kind of amazing that, that they come to these conventions and they don't want to show anything. Like, at least, like, you would think they could show something that was in the trailer. Yeah, well, like, of course, they're not allowed to, but they should just be allowed. Like, yeah. it is so... 
Like, like we we know they, what we know what Finn looks like in the next movie. They, they show us the Finn. They sizzled a Ralph McQuarrie Stormtrooper design. <laughs> it's it's 2019. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you sure it's not 2009? Oh my god, it feels like it's 1997. Yeah, <sighs> it's uh, it's interesting. I will say the best the best presenter in that panel was uh, Regal Robot. I would I would sit through just a Regal Robot panel. I thought uh, Tom Spina, the guy from that, I thought he was. Very engaging, very entertaining, and the stuff they showed was far and away the best stuff. All right, I'm going to run through the things that I put up on Twitter. Uh, Kotobukiya from Japan, they're doing a really cool sort of uh, artist series, Mm -hmm. and they've got a very Courtney from Who Talks First styled (laughs) Ray and Kylo, which is sort of in um, that sort of Japanese animation. Right. Uh, they got figures coming out of them, which I presume are about six inch high. They look really cool. Kylo's got a couple of helmets. Um, probably the best thing of the whole thing, I thought, which was uh, the thing I would want. Right, yeah. Within reason. <laughs> Gentle Giant, uh, Porg Bookend. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the hugest fan of Porgs, but I saw those. I saw those on the floor the other day, and I just thought that that's... As you would say, a great use of the license. Great use of the and license. And I, I would definitely pick those up, uh, if, if assume, d- depending on the price point, obviously. Just just, just to be clear, the, the hashtag is good use oh, of sorry. the license. My mistake. No, I just want to... <laughs> I just don't want people to go the wrong hashtag. And, no, and, and, and also, like, we don't get that many great uses of the license. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jumbo, Gentle Giant, Bespin Leia. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, it's like the old Kenner figure, just big. Yeah, I always found that figure there interesting because I never had it. So mm. then when I saw other people that had it when I was little, I remember like being fascinated that the cape was printed. Right. They're um, okay. They're about to get going. I think, they, I think they still got a few. They still got another like five minutes before they start this. I think they're just okay, getting great. the slideshow ready for the next panel. This is cool. Gentle giant Ray Dream yeah. statue. Again, another one that uh, they actually have these on display on the floor. And I saw that one again. It was like, ah, oh, if only I collected this sort of thing. Yeah, and that's um, th- there's a non-helmet, but you get a helmet as yeah. well. Yeah, which the one you put on when, yeah. when when she was like having her little snacks on Jakku and she put on the X-wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighter helmet. I always. That's a very cool little moment. Yeah, it's a great, like, quiet moment in the movie. Uh, they've got a Tarkin little half person bust thing. Yep, yep. 3D, Jumbo, Empire 3PO. Uh, it was so funny when they were talking about the Jumbo, they said the small but dedicated fan base or something. They, <laughs> it was very <laughs> self defeating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one. They're doing a... Is this EFX? Yeah, I think that's EFX. Okay, so they do a lot of the helmets and stuff. They do the Stormtrooper helmets, which are really good, but they're doing a Stormtrooper concept helmet from the... Um, it's the Macquarie. From Star Wars A New Hope. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, kind of, it's, it's cool, but when, when there's the Rise of Skywalker, the Mandalorian, Fa- Jedi Fallen Order, on and on and on like that. This could have been made... They had 42 years to make this bad boy. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Sure. There's this new red one now. Let's yeah, yeah. See. Everyone's all excited about that guy. Yeah, I think that's the like the thing about it that's frustrating is like you've got all this stuff about to come out and then we're just let's talk about the eighties. Yeah. And like I love the eighties. Sure. Sure. But um I was there. Like <laughs> it, but I've 
I've done it. Yeah, you've you've been there. You've lived it. Now this is this is actually the one thing that I will buy. Okay. Hopefully, is uh, EFX are bringing out all the lightsabers again okay. in chronological release order. So Ooh. as you see them in the movie, so you're okay. going to get Star Wars and collaboration starting drawing. <laughs> they're, they're, they're testing out the slideshow for the next panel they're and doing... they just started playing one of the, the behind the scenes videos <laughs> they're not big on the presentation like the, 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 the showbiz like the Hasbro one they, they come out and they hand out lightsabers yeah. and it's like this yeah, is yeah. Like, like like I don't know if the the presenter for the last one had a big night or not mm. alright they're getting started yeah. six minutes early yeah look at that okay All right, guys, it's now about 20 past one. I had to leave the, uh, the panels. We saw the, uh, the collectibles panel. Then we we're in the fashion collaboration Star Wars panel. But I've got to go to walk across town to do the Film Threat podcast at Comic-Con. But it's at a different building with Chris Gore. So I have to bail. But to be honest, I wasn't that tearful about having to leave. I was I was getting a bit frustrated, but Blondie's here. She's bailed with me. What did you what did you think of all the the collaborations and products coming out and my disgruntled groans during the whole thing? It, I mean it was a bit underwhelming to be honest. They just they just seem bored. Yeah it, it was the most exciting part is them giving away free shit and we didn't win anything so that was kinda it. Yeah, a few of those ones. I've got this real phobia of raffles. What? Why? Why? Because I feel like you've only got so much luck. Right. And, and so I never want to burn my luck out on something that I don't want to win. Oh, that's a good point. So when people say, do you want to you know, enter this free raffle? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to use my luck up on I don't want to get like... Save something really good. Yeah, I don't want to win like a Star Wars hat I'm never going to wear. I, like, like, so all that stuff, then they brought out, they were giving away an EFX Scout Trooper helmet and I was like, alright, I'm ready to cash in some luck now on that. It's the best trooper but unfortunately not. But the box was so big at... <laughs> What's the most exciting thing you've ever won? In my life? Yeah. Um, oh, this is good. You'll like this. The first Comic-Con we ever went to, the exclusive... You know how they have those jumbo figures? Yes. So, the, uh, they had a jumbo blue Snaggletooth, which is a really rare original figure because they... Snaggletooth's only a little figure, but they only had half the photo, so they made him as tall as all the other figures. Right. And then they had to change it. So, they did a jumbo version of... like it's an extra special one. Yeah, 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 because they messed up. Yeah. So, then they did a jumbo vision... A jumbo version of the too tall one and at that the presentation we just went to but like six years ago this is before the podcast right. me and Jackie were here and they asked a question you, you, they, they did it just they selected seats randomly this time but you had to answer the question and it was about how that figure was released the first like what I think maybe it was like what store was it sold at and it was at Sears I, I know all this. This is this is the I bought my I got my Steve Sansweet book in in the early nineties, and this I this is like the level of nerd that still gets to. And I put my hand up so fast to win a figure. I, I 
It's a winner figure I purchased two days before, mind you. <laughs> but uh, Jackie was like, oh my God, look at, like, did you see how fast you put up your hand and how, like, it was pathetic how excited you were. Was anyone else's hand up in the room? I don't know because it was like, <laughs> you know in that X-Men film where Quicksilver runs yeah. fast but it's slow? Right. That was me putting my hand up. Kind of like in Wanted with the bullets. Yes, 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 yes. So that was probably the most exciting thing I've ever won, I feel like. But I'm conserving my luck for the big win, Bondi. What's the big win, though? What, Like, what's it going to be? Oh, millions of dollars. Millions and millions and millions. Millions. Just one. All right, let's... What, what are you going to do now? I'm contemplating buying a geeky tiki Star Wars mug. Nice. Bondi is a, um, a big tiki collector. Her house is decked out in... Um, it's like, you know how your house has got all the Star Wars stuff? Well, just imagine all that stuff's like tiki mugs and, and tiki wallpaper and Spiky stuff. Tiki puffer fish and stuff like that. Your wallpaper's exceptional. Thank you. Oh my God, there's a guy over there dressed as a magic carpet. <laughs> I want you to just walk past and start singing I Can Show You The World. <laughs> Um, what, what other thoughts did you have from the whole uh, Star Wars collectibles panel experience? Oh, God, I don't know. I was a bit... Well, that was the first time I've kind of sat through one of those. So I'm not... I don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah, the Hasbro one, which I'm going to miss because I'll be at the Chris Gore panel. They're not... They're, they're, they've got a bit more showmanship. It was yeah. just like... I don't know. I, I guess because like doing all the comedy shows and, and, and stuff, it's like, don't just don't just test the video before the actual pack. Like, yeah, it just... <laughs> it was like... Also, there was a guy who kind of fancied himself like a film, like, guru. He'd made his own videos, like the guy from Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and I've made this video and it took a week. And it was like, I don't know, Am I being harsh? To his credit, though, very fit. Very fit. His arms were... They, they were impressive. I, um, I thought the videos were... I, I just... The videos were fine. I, I, I really don't like Tom's shoes, so... It, um, but, yeah, I don't know, it just... I'm also a bit picky when it comes to fashion meeting with like things that I love like I have to really like it to buy something that's a collaboration oh yeah I am beyond picky about it I think that's why I get I sit through the panel and I'm just like (laughs) cringe (laughs) so many Ralph Ralph Macquarie's great but we are really milking rejected art concepts from 43 years ago or something so uh I don't know. Let's go down this escalator. I love that I'm just walking you to wherever you're going, and I don't know where I am now. Well, we're going down towards the bottom, so this is where you want to go. Are you walking away from where you need to go? No. Okay. I'm normally, like, behind the scenes at Comic-Con, so I don't know the floor. This is what the common folk do. We ride escalators. <laughs> I'm usually on golf buggies watching walkers from Fear the Walking Dead like 
passed out in the back of the convention center. Oh my god! You so you ride on a golf? Are you a golf buggy person? I am a golf buggy person, and like those like Escalades that are like dark windowed and. Oh my god! So this is really you're really in the low levels. <laughs> I like it in here though, because now I can see people in costumes. It's kind of boring in the car. You don't really see anyone dressed up. All right, buddy. So the floor's that way. All right. I'm that way. All right, Blondie. Well, we'll catch up with you later on. I'll see you for a drink or something. I, 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 I am going to go sneak a beer before the panel, I think. Oh, nice. Sneaky beer. All right, guys, we're out the front of Comic-Con. We're at the, uh, the classic place out the front where all the people protesting for God are here. And I've just bumped into my old friend, Satan, who's uh, lovely. He's in his classic red outfit. He's got his red horns. What's happening, Satan? Hey, what's up? Just here enjoying San Diego Comic-Con. Spread my word to all my followers. So, what's up? You've got God's your arch enemy, right? What was that? God's your arch enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mortal enemy. What do you think about these guys doing PR for God? It, they seem like, like, I always felt like God was a good guy, but these guys kind of seem like assholes. What, what do you make of it, Satan? Oh, these guys are secretly my followers. They, nobody just really knows it yet. But that's not the word of God. Why are they so angry, Satan? That's because I put hate in their minds. <laughs> Well, I decided every time I see this protest every San Diego at Comic-Con, I decided to dress like Satan and just come pro- troll them. So why? Come, that's why. <laughs> Cheers, Satan. Keep up the good work, mate. All right. Oh, sorry, the bad work. Ah, the bad work. Yes, yes. Cheers, man. Welcome to the Film Threat Podcast Live. Thank you for showing up here on a Friday afternoon at San Diego Comic-Con. Welcome. Uh, We have a great panel here and a discussion that I think will be very fascinating. I'm excited to have you all here. Um, I'd like uh, everyone here to introduce themselves and a a quick, quick uh, bio line. uh, But I know them all. Uh, They're all friends, and I'm ecstatic that they all got to take time out of their afternoon to talk to us today. All right, you guys, it's 3.50, and I have done the Film Threat podcast, which was awesome fun, and now I'm back in the Star Wars room. Couldn't have, there couldn't be two events going on further apart in San Diego. Okay. <laughs> right, my, the, the other panel, the Film Threat panel, is in the library, which is on the other side of the baseball field. Okay, yeah. That's pretty far. And then the Star Wars room at Comic-Con is like the last room <laughs> in the entire convention furthest it, away from the baseball field. It really is. So I have got, um, I've got my con feet on, you know what mm. I'm saying? But um, yeah, film threat panel, that, I don't know when they're putting that up this time, but watch my thing, my Twitter. But it was really fun about um, a debate or a discussion, not really a debate, mm. a sharing of ideas <laughs> over if. Um, film criticism still a uh, a valid thing, and huh. just 
you know, and that affects yeah. Star Wars yeah, for sure. you know, quite a bit with the, um, you know, everyone's a film critic now. So That's for sure. So is anyone a film critic anymore, you know? Mm. But um, Dom, you, yeah. you, you stayed and did um, the rest of the fashion panel and the Hasbro panel. Yeah. I have to say, I walked out of this room. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. In a bad mood. Yeah? I'm, I'm just... It, it just... The Macquarie's just <laughs> there's a new film coming out. Yeah, sure. Show me some, do some Doug Chang concepts for Doug. right, like, right, just, right, right. And get some uh, Glenn Dillon in there. That's I don't even know that name. <laughs> that is, I, I, I might have made that name up. I'm not sure. I think that's a real dude, a real costume designer. Okay, I'm not sure. Some Trisha Bigger. Yeah, Rick Carter. Get some of that in there. Let's get some Rick McCullum <laughs> yes. concept art in there. I want that at the next uh, next uh, Comic Con fashion panel. I want the uh, Rick McCallum socks to be announced. Nice, nice. But okay, so I went past the Hasbro booth on the way back. I checked your yeah. feed mm-hmm. at the SWU. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was literally no new figures shown. There were no new figures shown, uh, at least not for the Black Series. They announced a bunch of Galaxy of Adventure figures, which are like a new five-inch scale, uh, based on the on the cartoon on YouTube. And a new like, scale, yeah, yeah. They're, they're five-inch scale. They're like hyper articulated, something like twenty points of articulation, and they have like little actions that they all do. Like Chewie can pick somebody up. Three PO falls apart. Han shoots. Vader swings his lightsaber. They're, they're, they're kind of cool. Yeah, but you're not. Listen. <laughs> I don't want to tell you how you do your job. Okay. But as a newsman. Sure. you got to go with the lead story first. Uh-huh. What does Luke Skywalker do? They didn't show the Luke Skywalker figure. I'm even angrier now. <laughs> they, just, they just showed Vader, Han, Chewie, and 3PO. <sighs> yep. The Luke Skywalker Galaxy Adventures have been so good. They have been good, yeah. Amazingly good. So I, I'm... That, that's exciting. I mm. would. Um, I think I would get if they did a, a Jedi Luke. I think I could get that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, in terms of Luke Skywalker but they content, did, did, they, they're, did they're, they show a figure or is it all just those? Yeah, yeah, they showed showed figures on the oh, on photos. the on the screen. Yeah, okay. yeah, photos. Yeah. Uh, in terms of Luke Skywalker content, they did announce that the winner of the Black Series fan poll for this year uh, or next year, I guess, is uh, Luke Skywalker Dagobah. Mm-hmm. So you'll be getting that in six-inch scale Black Series, which, I mean, it's going to be a cool figure. I love the scene and everything. But, you know, when you have a poll like that where they have guaranteed they're going to make the winner, do, shouldn't you pick somebody other than the main character from the entire series? I always, Like, shouldn't I, we get a, some background droid or something? Yeah, it, it shouldn't be a figure where you go, oh, yeah, they haven't done that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be one where you go, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, or a deep cut. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A, mm. a reward. And, and yeah. Where's Aura Singh? 
Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Let's get her antenna molded there in six go. inch. There you go. Yeah. So what was the vibe of the room for the... Because I, I... Me and Jackie have always loved sitting in here <laughs> for the Hasbro things to listen to everyone go, oh... Yeah, they they um they showed this Boba Fett helmet that's a Black Series like part of their role playing line that got a lot of oohs and ahs because they really they went deep on it they went to the Lucasfilm archives they scanned a bunch of Boba Fett helmet props but, and they got it real ready so it was it was and it was just in general it was a good vibe people were excited they started with the traditional handing out of the lightsabers and they turned off all the lights and got some music going it was good that's cool so that's um. Oh, no, it wasn't back-to-back panels. Almost back-to-back panels Almost where back. they talked about scanning a Boba yes. Fett helmet for a product. <laughs> yes, exactly. What so, is with Boba Fett? I, Me and Corey reviewed all the exclusives and stuff, and there was like six or seven oh, Boba he, Fett exclusives. He's, he's per, like the perennial exclusive character. Like everybody, constantly your exclusive reveal is a Boba Fett. It's always good. I have to tell you one thing. one more thing about the okay. Hasbro panel. They did the Q and A, which I know is your favorite part. And at one point, somebody got up and asked for a Klee Lars figure. <laughs> it's true. Get that on Black Series. All right, ILMX Labs about to start. Justin Bulge is talking. He's Here gonna get go. very upset if I keep talking. Yeah. All right, guys. It's almost five o'clock, and we just got done in the ILM X Lab panel. In fact, we're still in it. Yeah, we're still there. It left. Yeah, we're still here. <laughs> that kind of describes my day. These panels don't end. Yeah, you've been you've been in here for hours. Yep, been in here since about eleven thirty this morning. Oh, and you and you you're living off little chocolates. Yeah, Dom's got these little rationed <laughs> chocolates that he, I, I think he stole from the hotel he's staying at, and he's living off them for the rest if of the only, weekend. If only they gave these out for free, that'd be nice. Where'd you get them from? There's a there's like a little store like across the street. It's one of these like Ghirardelli stores um, where you can fill up like a container of chocolate for twenty bucks. Okay, interesting. So you bought twenty bucks worth of chocolate, yep. and uh, the budget's done. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good. <laughs> That's food for the week. <laughs> you shouldn't have brought all your Canadian dragals here. That, is that the currency? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the dragal? All right, so um, we're getting ready for the publishing panel, and it looks as though there's about 800 panelists. <laughs> yeah, this is something they that, that at the publishing panels for the last few years, they've gotten bigger and bigger and bigger with more and more authors on them to the point where like, there's, they, there's no time for Q&A anymore. It's just... It's just going through everybody's uh, what everybody's worked on and what they're working on, and then very quickly in the last two minutes announcing like eight books. Nice. Can't wait to hear all these yeah. people's first experience in Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> that is that is the panel. That that's going to be the panel. I don't think writers normally do that. Actually. Well, yeah, they they tend to talk more about the book that they wrote. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Because I feel like writers don't have to validate their fandom because it's like. I wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I didn't just put R2-D2 on the side of a sneaker. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you want to see how big a fan I am? Go read the book. It's right there. It's 300 pages of it, sucker. Yeah, there it is. So um, so what's the deal? Oh, there's Timothy Zahn. Yeah. He made up the blue dude mm-hmm. and the lizards that don't like the force. Yeah. I... um. I think the lizards that don't like the Force, <laughs> the what is it, Yosemulary? Yeah, that's about it. Um, 
they're why you can't have Jedi Master Luke Skywalker in movies. Okay. <laughs> no, because it's like Superman, right? Ah, uh, true. Like, you always got to have that thing that they're so powerful. Yeah. You've got to have that thing that maims their power. Of course. Like, in the Thrawn books, he came up with the, the Force-reversing wizard. Wizards, yeah. And so, you, it, it's just... I don't know. Like, it, it's with, like, The Last Jedi people, like, with mm-hmm. the Luke Skywalker. If, yeah. if Luke Skywalker's... Like, he'd end it because yeah. he's so powerful. If he just... Yeah, if he ripped down the Adats like everybody thought he would, pulled a Star Destroyer out of the sky, like, single-handedly like, took down the entire First Order with a laser sword, like, yeah, that's not really a movie. If you just... If you keep predicting he's going to take it down, take it down to start it, one day he will. Or will he? No, he doesn't. No, he didn't. He's he didn't. dead. How could he now? Leave that to Sam Witwer to do. Exactly. He loves it. Do you think he just like goes past airports and just sees planes? Yeah, he just, just stands there and <laughs> uses the forces like, I'm making it land, guys. So there is so many people on this panel. There's, there's three dudes just standing behind people with their arms crossed. Yeah. Are they like... Panelists or security? I think they're panelists because one of them's Timothy Zahn and another one's Kevin Scott. And another- oh, that's Timothy Zahn there. Oh, they're yeah. going to have... Oh, my God, they've got... um, They've got a second row of seats. Like at school when you get your school photos done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the people on the lower bench and then there's the people on the middle bench. What could go wrong with so many people to talk in 50 minutes? It's, yeah, it's like... How are we going to have time for... They're definitely going to have time for an announcement. Don't worry. They'll be great. They should just go by, all right, who's got the most exciting thing that's coming out? All right, yeah. you, you get to announce. You get to announce. You get to go first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. People are, uh, people are predicting they might get the Episode 9 novelization author. Do you think that'll happen? Or do you think we'll get the uh, great Ralph McQuarrie uh, sketchbook? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. The... Um, the unreleased files. Yeah. I I think they will announce the author okay. of the episode nine panel, but then my cynicism <laughs> says no they won't. Yeah. Well, well so, logically so, they will. Yeah. But I'm in my, we've just my, sat through a bunch of panels. The like. cynical mood <laughs> that the ghost of Ralph Macquarie has put me in. <laughs> Why do we got to bring Ralph into this? He's such a, he seems like such a good dude. I love Ralph. Yeah. But the cow has been milked. Yeah, sure. For let sure. Him, let him RIP. Yeah, definitely. At least for a little bit. For a little while, me. yeah. I, yeah, I mean, Marvel announced earlier at some, like, private event, this, or they showed some concept art from there. Or maybe, we should keep art. It, maybe we should keep it private. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they showed some art from their, uh, their Rise of Skywalker tie-in book, so... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's out there. It's on Twitter. Art. Art, yeah. Like, Ray's fighting some kind of monster. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. It's new. But is it from the film? Uh, no, it's from, like, uh, their prelude comic. Oh, okay, okay. All right, starting. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you guys, it is 8.30, and I'm here with our old buddy, Dominic Jones, and we are we are on the actual grassy knoll, <laughs> where we waited for overnight 
for the uh, Force Awakens panel back when we met. Yeah, that first so, day when we walked all over San Diego. So, guys, after uh, four years, <laughs> this is our anniversary, Dom. Yeah. I've taken you <laughs> to where we first met, and will you marry me, Dom? <laughs> I do. I will. Will, will you... We'll get, we'll get Star Wars married. Will you eternally follow me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> will you glue that follow in? Yeah, yeah. Is there a way to do that? A way to make it impossible to unfollow somebody? Let's get back on MySpace. Make each other number one. <laughs> oh, man. I never had a MySpace. Really? Yeah. I, the first social network I joined was Facebook. Friendster, mate. Friendster. Oh, Friendster. Back in the day. I was... Um, when I was like seven. I was friendsters with Paris Hilton and Chad Musker, and I thought it was amazing. Right. I thought I was very connected. Close personal friends. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, we're on... I'm... I don't know. I, I don't know if I've, I've put out a bad vibe on the podcast today. I've been, <laughs> I've been very grumpy. I've, my, my, sure. my Twitter feed has had several salty tweets. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I just think... And I'm a fan of marketing. Sure. Like, I like following the marketing. Yeah. And I'm also a purveyor, a big fan of experiences. Yes. And the Force Awakens weekend, where I met you and I met, like, so many friends, was one of my favorite experiences. Like, I've still got the JJ Sugar I, you know what? I found in my suitcase, as I was unpacking from Celebration Chicago, I found a little pocket that I'd forgotten about. But obviously I'd used twice before. Once was to, sh- to store my JJ Sugar, which I also kept but didn't, you know, display. Uh, and the other was to keep, the, was the other thing I found was the bus ticket I took from Dublin to, um, what was that place called? Cahersivian in Ireland, which was where you leave to go to Skellig Michael. Oh, nice. So I had this like little find of little personal Star Wars collectibles when I was unpacking from Celebration. So how? So you've been carrying around that sugar in your backpack for four years? Yeah, pretty much. In, in my suitcase. Oh, in the suitcase. All right. Well, I took that sugar back to Australia. <laughs> and then when I moved, I'm like, i got to take the sugar with me. So oh, now yeah. it lives in LA. Oh, yeah. But of course. It, I, I swear to God, it is in my cabinet. My cabinet, you have to come around and see this cabinet. It's very real curated. It is, um, it is normally the first thing people ask about. What's with the sugar? <laughs> and you're like, I have a great story about this. I'm like, dude, it's, it's just look behind there. There's a blue snaggle tooth. Don't you want to ask about why would I care about this blue? I don't even remember seeing that in the movie. No, no. But, um, yeah, it is so weird to be back here. And I am, like, I am, I'm not bitterly disappointed but I am bitter and disappointed. <laughs> um, I, I would describe myself as moderately disappointed that it's, that we're not in line right now for the Rise of Skywalker panel, or that we weren't yesterday. Yeah, because we walked past everyone that was lined up for the Marvel panel. Which, by the way, pales in comparison to the number of people that were lined up for, for Star Wars four years ago. Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah. Like, we're, we're on the San Diego waterfront here. And, like, the line just stretched down probably, I don't know, I, maybe a kilometer. It was pretty, pretty far. It was insane. I don't know if they maybe are lined up somewhere else now. Maybe. Because I see a lot of people over on that island 
for no like so where we are we're sort of i don't know if this is san diego bay or a river or something but there's a there's a body of water on san diego and then there's like land on the other side so maybe it's a river i don't know but um either way night boat could easily get up it for those people that are into a sweet night boat reference but um he's a crime fighting boat (laughs) it's actually a Simpsons reference riffing on Knight Rider. Oh, okay. All right. But, um, so it's dark here. It's it's just fallen, like, the sun has set. Yeah, yeah. But when you look over to that little island thing over there, you can, you see how they're like, there is a, it looks like there's a lot of people over there, but you can't yeah. make them out. Yeah, yeah. You can see little bits of movement. So I think that is actually the Marvel line over okay. there. That makes sense. Because a lot of people in the line that we saw before were um, less abled. Uh, so I figure I, th- I think they've got their line. The accessible line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the uh, I don't know did you find it? I find it so weird. Like I don't know if it's it, it's different for you because like I literally knew no one. Yeah, yeah. And so it was such a like an experience for so many reasons. Oh, yeah. Because my what I planned to do in that line was just to stand there by myself because <laughs> that was my experience at every other convention I've been to that's how most lines go I mean you're not usually you're not making friends at the at the, the grocery store usually oh, I've, I've changed my ways now now yeah, I've, yeah. I found out I can make friends in lines I'm, I'm all over the shop you just go find every single I am very friendly down at the local Trader Joe's let yeah, me tell yeah. you but um yeah it's I um I don't know. We've got, like, like, there's, in the next six months or eight months, yeah. uh, we don't know when Clone Wars is coming out, but we've got this new cartoon series, yeah. new TV series, Mandalorian, a new saga film. Yeah. And we're talking about Ralph Macquarie. Why are we talking about anything else? Like, I, I, I um, it, it just it feels weird. And, and, like, this has kind of been the drill for the last couple of Comic-Cons, really since that one, that first one. Um... It's just it's a, it becomes a celebration of the saga and, and all the stuff that's come in the past, and that's all well and good. And I, you know, I like a lot of the stuff that got revealed, but there's there's sort of this feeling of like, well, that's coming up, but we don't want to talk about it yet. Like it feels further away than it actually is, because Mando comes out what November, Jedi Fallen Order is also November, and um, this and, and the movie is in December, like. We're less than six months away. We're five months away from the movie, four months away from the show and the game. It, it feels like at the very least we could be looking at the Hasbro figures of like characters that we saw in the trailer. You don't have to show anything more. Just show like, oh, that we know what Ray looks like. Show us that black series figure. We know what Finn looks like. Show us that black series figure. I, it, it feels like a missed opportunity. Um, and it also feels like a missed opportunity not to do the, the panels and stuff here, but... I don't know. They have a plan. I was still having a good time at the con, obviously. Happy to be here. But... I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm just... It does feel like... Could be having a slightly better time if if some slightly different decisions had been made. Yeah, I'm having a good time, but I do feel like I'm just hanging around. Yeah. Like, I don't have that... There's nothing driving. We're used to... It's not like Celebration where it's like, I gotta get to this, this, and this next. Mm. Where it's like you go to a thing at the beginning of the day, and then you talk about that all day, and then the next day you've got another thing to go to. Now, obviously, D twenty three is next week, next month, month yeah. and that was next week. <laughs> that'll be the hard push on all things Disney Plus. 
Yeah. Wow me, Disney. I like... Yeah, don't just show the celebration stuff all over again. Oh, no, no, no. Not even for me. I mean to the populace. This is it, because I love the, like... I don't just, like, think about how it's marketing to me. I think about how it's marketing to the world. Right. And The Force Awakens was just just a perfect score. Yeah. Like, they just did so many good things. Like, from stormtroopers lined up on the Great Wall of China to the, yeah. you know, the Harrison Ford event they did at the Opera House and, and everything in between. But um, the Star Wars concert over there. The best. The... Um, The majority of people that like Star Wars and go to the Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? They don't, like, read the Star Wars Insider. They would not dream of picking up a book. Yeah. But they'll go see the movie. Right. I don't think that, like, most of those people know about The Mandalorian. No, I don't think so. Like, I, I, it, it, does seem, it does seem like it's kind of off on its own. It's something that's that's there if you really want to look for it, but it's not. It's not. It's not in the forefront of everybody's mind. Keep it a rocking. <laughs> Keep it a rocking. Sorry, a, yeah. a pedal car just went past, yeah. blazing I, pack and dray. You remember four, four years ago? I remember when you and I first met. We walked all over the city looking for chairs. Yes, and we, you know, we we're real tired at the end of this hike where we found the chairs. And you're like, what if we took a, a pedal cab back? And you went and you stopped one of the guy and you, and you guys and you asked him how much it would cost to bring us back here from the hardware store that we bought the chairs at, which I walked by the other day and I was like, ah, oh, that's where we got the chairs. Um, it's a landmark now. Um, and the guy was like, 30 bucks. And you were just like, no, 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 why? No, boys. And just sent him on his way. No, <laughs> I love that you say no, boys. That is. When I say that, it doesn't make any sense, but it's a tribute to one of my favorite podcasters. Okay. Um, Brian Alvarez, that does a wrestling podcast. He's, uh, like, he's a great broadcaster. Cool. And he's, like, taught me a lot. Not personally. Right, right. right. Just from listening. Just from listening to him for at least a decade. I, I, I didn't remember... The pedal car story. Okay. But I knew, knowing me, yeah, yeah. I knew how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> it was me being disgusted by the price and going, we're walking, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you were so excited at the idea. Like, we left the hardware store and you're like, you know you know what I'm thinking? Pedicab. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we looked for those seats for like two hours. But yeah, this yeah, is the thing. This is the thing. Once you get those seats... And, like, we, we had the banana lounge things here, and we had the beers, and it was in the sun on the grass. It was great. We're on vacation. It was awesome. And it didn't I, even matter that the convention was, like, you know, 100 feet the other direction. It was great. Like, I was looking forward to, like, there is, like, ways I can contact people, get a pass. Sure. Just to walk in, you know, because, like, each film company have got passes direct into their panels. But I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the experience. I'm really looking. But... This is the thing. This is the other thing that's kind of sad that I was thinking, right? Mm. Is, um, am I like the high school quarterback <laughs> that went to college and has gone back to the high school? To, yeah, that's Biff Roberts. 
That's that Steel Saunders. He was in the Force Awakens line. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. him tell you a story about the pedicab. <laughs> like I did, I wanted to come back and, and do it again. Yeah, I just wanted to have that. I wanted to relive it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I wanted to too. Like I, I um, when I saw that JJ was back, I thought there was a chance because you know we kind of we were burned with the. Uh, Rogue One burned. That's that's too harsh. But they didn't come for Rogue One or Last Jedi, and obviously not Solo, seeing as it was you know several months earlier that the movie came out. So we hadn't had the experience. But I saw JJ came back, and I knew JJ loved Comic Con, and the impression I got was that JJ really pushed for that the first time around. Um, and so I thought, oh, maybe there's a chance. And then there, it was rumored out there that they were going to do Rise of Skywalker here and Mando at D23. Bang which sounded great and then that just kind of fizzled and we were left with Hasbro publishing other fun stuff but no um, live action movie TV show stuff I was told rumor rumor and innuendo (laughs) now um, this is from a well placed but often wrong source Um, that they um, were going to do a panel and they were trying to come up with something that would top the concert. So for people who maybe don't know, after the Force Awakens um, panel, um, J.J. Abrams invited us all over to a concert. We walked over to this, um, there's like a, a concert, outdoor concert venue, venue yeah. just over there on the grass. They gave us all lightsabers. Gave us all lightsabers. And yeah. I remember, this is what made it perfect for me. Okay. So we had like the, um, like the day was a dream. So we yeah. got in, got J.J. Sugar, and I'm sitting with all my new friends, having a great time. These people know about Star Wars and they're cool to talk to and stuff. This is the best. Panel was amazing. Harrison Ford was there. Mark Hamill was there. Carrie Fisher was there. It was the best. So good. Then let's go to a Star Wars concert. JJ invites us over. We all go. We get like the sweet lanyards. We get the lightsaber. We walk past Daisy Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> like she was just there waiting for her car to pick her up and she was just waving to everyone, being super cool. And then we walk in. We get given a lightsaber. Yeah. I get a green one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, this is the best ever. <laughs> but do you know what topped it for me? What? Oh, the fact that they had beer was really good. That was great. I remember drinking many. <laughs> I was like, this is the best day ever. But my phone's running out of charge. Ah. Uh. There was a company there giving out phone charges. Oh, my God. I didn't even get one of these. Oh, my... They were little red cylinders. They only worked once, pretty much, and then you ah, could just okay. piff them. Mm. But that one charge... Was all you needed. That's all I needed to record the fireworks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I was just like, I've just been fully catered for. Yeah. It was everything. It was everything <laughs> you could imagine. And, like, it started beforehand. Everybody had their lightsabers. They just had, like, somebody somebody's iPod or you know iPhone playlist on, on shuffle and then playing journey everybody's waving their lightsabers uh. in, along with the music then um, they uh, they brought out the cast everybody's chanting their names going crazy Harrison Ford was happily waving a lightsaber yeah. and then they, they had this little video from John Williams saying hello they played music and they started with the Imperial March which I thought was weird like why wouldn't you start with the main theme that's what starts everything then at the end for the very last song before they played it they showed this little video that was the history of Star Wars at Comic Con and then it goes quiet 
and you just hear the big da 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 and as that happened across the the bay from where we were they set off the most incredible fireworks display that it can never be topped in my opinion and it just it lasted the entire song and it shut down the city of San Diego for 8 minutes it was incredible well one of my favorite stories that we heard that weekend i know it's on those podcasts you can go back and listen to all the, it and if you want if you want joy <laughs> because um I 2015 it's a pretty good year for us pretty great for me yeah um, I got married as well yeah yeah, yeah. Um, rub it in but um, Dom I'm here I just proposed <laughs> to you Dom yeah, yeah you're right you're right jeez just <laughs> who's, the, who's gonna tell Jackie <laughs> ja- Jackie who <laughs> Jackie how um, they had that year a walking dead zombie chase in the baseball field so they had like an apocalyptic scene set up in the baseball field and fans could go get chased by zombies (laughs) and um sounds terrifying but i think david collins told me that he was there i don't know i'm pretty sure he told me but there was zombies chasing humans and then the f- huge fireworks came off and zombie and human alike stopped <laughs> to watch the fireworks. <laughs> Which sounds funny. It sounds like, like one of those horror films where there's like... I think there was one with plants and they were attacking everyone but when it rained, the rain killed them. Oh, and okay. it sounded like, what stopped the zombies? Fireworks. <laughs> they can't resist. <laughs> I'm heading towards that feeling that I don't like, Dom. Okay. I had it in 83. Mm. I had it in 2005, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just the end. Yeah. And I know there's going to be more films, not for three years. True. But, um, yeah, with all this stuff, like... And and I know for, like... Like, I feel like I'm twofold. Like, I feel like I've got my best for the, the, the franchise at heart. I feel like this would help their promotion right but also personally for me <laughs> I collect these experiences yeah and now I can't collect experiences I'm just left to buy I don't know it, I, I I had nothing to do today so I bought this like poster about this like Hoth creamy soda or something I don't know what it was <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Corey anyone <laughs> Yeah, nobody tell Corey. That's, that's a call back to last episode with Corey, everyone, if uh, if you haven't gone back to listen to that one. But um, what about this, Dom? Okay. Alternate timeline. Okay. They have a panel. Yeah. Then they, they got it together, and then we went on the Rise of Skywalker boat cruise. JJ did it. Yeah, he, yeah. he got a cruise liner in. We all went on this cruise. It was it was the best. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there are cruise ships that could fit the entirety of Hall H. Oh, easily. Yeah. They uh, what in this alternate timeline? Yeah, we've just gotten off the cruise ship. We're super amped. That was the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? What reveal? In the panel from from the behind the scenes clip. Or just from what they said, what has got you most <laughs> excited <laughs> in this alternate timeline? In the past, or in the in the alternate universe? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, they 
showed uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen on set. There oh, we go. oh, there we go. it was all, when Hayden came out. Yeah, yeah, when Hayden. Oh, came I out, couldn't believe that. Like yeah, JJ amazing. let that out of the out of the hat. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Hayden was there, and they. I think I just they, made up a term. He let that out of the hat. I meant to say bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah just pulled it out of his hat. Yes, pull. Yeah, and let it out of your, the bag. Yeah. So I'm tired after the cruise, everyone, yeah, and the yeah. camp out last just, night. Yeah, we're at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, look how much was, fun we're having so in the alternate much, timeline. There was so much beer on the cruise; it was incredible. <laughs> and phone chargers everywhere. Oh, dude, they were giving out phones. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> They'd already backed up with yeah, all yeah. my data. And then, yeah, and then the best thing was, yeah, I go to the bar. I go down this like. Like, I, I sort of try to look for a toilet, and there was this other bar where no one was at. Okay. And this dude comes up to me and goes, do you want a drink? And I'm like, hell yeah, I do, Rick McCollum. <laughs> and we did shots, and he, he told me all these stories. And it was the best. Like, dude. I got to tell Bro. you something. Dude. Oh, man. And then at the end, see, the boat takes you from here. To Anaheim, where we all got to ride the Rise of the Resistance ride as the final thing. You've That's taken great. it too far, Dom. <laughs> you're expecting too much from this virtual timeline. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's that's so. Far, yeah, the Hayden reveal. Re- it's far less realistic than meeting Rick McCallum at the secret bar on the cruise ship. <laughs> that to me is realistic. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. That does sound like something that would happen to me. <laughs> I do imagine that Rick McCallum is hanging out in a secret bar somewhere, just saying, "Dude." I um, yeah. After uh, celebration, it 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 like really dawned on me. I'm like, I might never ever see Rick McCallum in real life. <laughs> just got to go to the Czech Republic. <sighs> got to track him down. Searching for McCallum would would listen, you guys. You're on the internet. You've got money. There's a few of you listening. Would you crowdfund a search for Rick McCollum? It would be like that um, that movie that Morgan Spur- Spurlock made about a decade and a half ago. Where in the world is Osama bin Laden? You could do Where in the world is Rick McCallum? Ah, oh, I thought you were going to say Morgan's, but he did a documentary where he went searching for a McDonald's, and I'm oh, like, no. dude, there's one at the end of the street. <laughs> didn't need to raise money. Super size right. McCallum. Hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter at Steel Wars. Or wherever you contact me, how much would you donate <laughs> to the Find I'll, Rick McCollum I'll, Fund? I'll tell, I'll tell you what. I'll donate the exact same amount I donated to the Remake The Last Jedi Fund. $50,000, really? Yeah, yeah $50,000. I'll hand it over. I got no, it. I'm, I'm talking real money, though. I got my, I got my checkbook in <laughs> my bag. <laughs> Dom, I'm hitting you up as a friend. Yeah, yeah. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. I'm going searching for Rick McCollum. Yeah, yeah. How many Canadian um, Juro are you going to throw in? Um, well, I don't. I, you know, I'll probably throw in, probably throw in a moose, um, some maple sh- syrup shots, and um, a twenty pack of Timbits. I need currency, fool. <laughs> no, this will like you can ride the moose, drink the maple syrup shots, and eat the Timbits, and you'll be good. That'll 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 fuel you on your journey. Dude, it's dark, and when you, I could drown you now. No one will know you're missing. Nobody would notice. No one's going to miss another Canadian. In San Diego, nobody can hear you scream. Nah. <sighs> All right, so. Yeah. 
The initial response hasn't been too strong to the Kickstarter, but this is just one dude, all right? But if you are listening to this and you're like, hell yeah, track down Rick McCollum, get at me. We'll offer some tears. If you donate a lot, me and Rick will FaceTime you. <laughs> and you'll both say, dude. <laughs> he looks at the list of all the people we have to FaceTime. He's like, oh, this list is dense. Yeah. <laughs> Can we FaceTime from Prague yeah, there you with go. Liam? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Oh, Dom. Well, I reckon we're going to wrap up our uh, our broadcasted day at yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. Where can the good people of the internet track you down? Uh, you can catch me on the Star Wars Underworld podcast, which you can find by going to starwarsunderworld.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at the SWU. And you can follow me at DominicJ25 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm sure next Thursday on the podcast, you'll be talking about your experience. Yeah, yeah. On the cruise ship. Dude, you have to just, when you go on the show, just no-sell it. Talk about our timeline. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't reference this no, timeline. No, no. It's, you have to do, no, no. dude, do the whole podcast in the other timeline. <laughs> it'll be a better podcast. It'll be fun, yeah. All right, come on. No, it's not fun. No, no, it'll be amazing. It's just better. Better, yeah. Um, wait there. So this is our day one, technically. San Diego Comic Con's day three, but we'll be back for me. tomorrow. I just got here last night, all right? Just chill out, Dom. I'm, I'm trying to trying to get my way out of this, all right? I, I just want to finish up this podcast and then go like suck on some gas somewhere so I can pretend I'm in. I'm just going to get an aerosol can and uh, do that like silver face thing and then I can dream I'm in the uh, alternate timeline sure. on this boat with Rick McCollum and uh, but if you are enjoying uh, our coverage from Comic Con please retweet or forward it on the Facebook or Twitter get on iTunes and write a sweet five star review and also we did the Sideshow Toys walkthrough with full video so check that out on YouTube there'll be a link in that show notes and you can check out Mercho Store for your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirts I'm Ray's Parents t-shirts and all that good stuff I hope I wasn't too salty today but then some of you I'm sure are enjoying it <laughs> let me tell you though in the alternate timeline I'm having the best time it's, it's the best. one of the best Star Wars days of my life and that's saying something but thank you guys so much and may that force I, wait in the alternate timeline oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. My, my, my podcast is like number four on iTunes oh, as well yeah, 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 because yeah. I got that exclusive interview of Rick McCollum yeah, yeah, and he was off his yeah. face he yeah. said everything yeah, yeah, he said there right. are no secrets. May that force be with you. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.